0: Carly and Sal, I was getting my eyebrows done the other day and I learned something that I didn't know about brows. The lovely Hannah at Benefit, who we've had on the show. Oh, we love Hannah. Love Hannah. She was doing my brows and she's like, Yeah, look, they look in great shape. Except for this little guy over here, his tail is a bit thin. And I was mm. like, What do you mean? And she said, Yeah, it's a bit sparse. I was like, you, she's like, You've kind of lost a few hairs there. And I was like, Why would that be? And she's like, Well Just you know, on one. On one. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my <laughs> sided brows, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I asked her why that could be and she said, oh, you know, it could be stress. I didn't wow. realise that you can, we lose, can lose our hair from we our brows.
1: Well, that goes for your he- yeah. hair and your head.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Stress does
1: weird
2: things, doesn't it? Stress does very weird things. It's affecting your brow
0: hairs.
1: Yeah. So Mm. then I kind of looked it up.
0: Like I went on a bit of a Google Doctor hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, you know. Against what we recommend.
1: And guess what? You're dying. There was a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot. Apart from being stressed, I'm dying. There was a lot of articles and a lot of medical articles that link stress. And loss of eyebrow hairs. What? Yeah, so excessive stress and anxiety can cause physiological changes, including reduced oxygen to the hair follicles and fluctuating hormone levels that contribute to eyebrow hair loss.
1: Yeah. Right. No joke. Okay. Wow. So now we don't. We're just, not only are we worrying that our stress is contributing to bad skin, bad skin, head weight, or, weight weight gain, <laughs> everything else. Now we're now worried we're gonna about get bad brows. brows.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So great. I know. Good times.
1: From Marie Claire, Beauty Crew and Instyle, you're listening to Get Lippy, the podcast that lifts the lid on all things beauty. I'm Carly Ullman, editor of BeautyCrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, Beauty Director on Marie Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor on Instyle Australia. Coming up today, we answer a very important question about where to add sunscreen into your morning routine. We also will chat with the founder of Tanologist, Lottie Tomlinson. Hi, I'm Lottie
2: Tomlinson and you're listening to Get Lippy.
1: But first, Sal, you got some fancy
2: lashes and I want to hear you talk about it. Thanks, Carly. I did get some fancy lashes. In fact, I've got some lifted lashes. With summer pretty much upon us now, there are a few beauty treatments that I think we could all maybe think about trying just to make the hot months a little bit easier. You know, you don't need as much makeup. And one of them is the lash lift. Now, before I get into it, I might tell you what a lash lift actually is. It's when a therapist basically perms your lashes so that they curl evenly to frame your eyes. So your eyes look a bit more open, a bit more awake and even you know like a nice spread
1: a nice fan of lashes
2: exactly a nice fan of lashes that's exactly right bettina thank you and um i got mine done with um at amy jean brow agency now amy jean is like the queen of brows and she is very well known for her brow sculpt and also her brow feathering which is like brow tattooing which we've talked about before Mm. So I visited the beautiful Double Bay Salon, which pops up every month at the Intercontinental Double Bay, but Amy Jean has salons right across Australia, so you should be able to find one in your capital city if you want to go to Amy Jean. So what happens during the treatment is your lashes are placed basically over a rod and a perming solution is basically painted onto your lashes to make them curl over the rod. Right, And you just... You basically just lie there. It's very relaxing. Yeah. Takes about an hour. Um, An hour? Mm. Well, it takes 45 minutes if you don't want to have a lash tint. But I would recommend a lash tint because that makes it, you know, even better for the beach. Because that makes
1: your makeup routine, I'm guessing, a lot more low maintenance. You don't have to worry with mascara.
2: Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Truth be told, I didn't have the lash tint because I was running between appointments and didn't have time and made them, rush <laughs> through <laughs> as i often do so 45 minutes but that but i think they normally like to do a lash tint at the end okay so allow an hour but it's super relaxing all you have to do is close your eyes and they just paint your lashes put the like it's a very soft rod it's not at all painful so the results are you literally get
0: wow lashes right away your That's lashes a good way to explain it wow lashes because I, I when i when you after you came back into the office after yeah. having done i was like wow oh, so, yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, wow. What's going on wow. yeah. there? And look people
2: great. people do say, "Oh, wow, your lashes look good." Amy Jean uses a solution that is not very like it's quite a weak perming solution because you can get the problem of your lashes almost bending all the way. I
1: have over. seen that happening to people and it like whacks them back in the brow bone and it's just too much. I've yeah. seen
0: it happen and, um, and I've heard that your eyeballs feel, I've had lash, a lash lift before and I, I loved my result but I've heard of people getting them done and where they go too far and they, they said their eyeballs feel extremely exposed.
1: <laughs> well actually yeah. that makes lashes sense. Lashes serve a purpose. Yes, they protect your eyes from from dust. getting all a bit technical here, the beauty editors. But it, yes, it protects you from dust. So if you don't have them protect you from dust. Exactly. So
2: yeah. Amy Jean uses quite a, a gentle solution so your lashes don't Flip all the way back into your eye lids, which is not what you want. Ugh. You just have the nice, the nice curl, as if the nice bend, as if you've used a
0: curling, you know, eyelash curler. Yeah.
2: Having said that, I would still, if you've got anything big coming up that you're doing this for, book your lash lift in like a week, even two weeks beforehand, because right. I think it's just
1: better to let your lashes relax a little bit. I was going to ask, does it does it need some settling time? Like, is it quite hectic? Like, it's Not too hectic when you're done, but then does it kind of calm down? It calms down. They definitely – I liked it better. This is just personally,
2: but I liked it better maybe after a week or two. I -hmm. felt like it looked a little bit more natural. And also I think you're getting used to it because it is quite a dramatic – change. Mm. You can see all of your lashes. You get that real fan effect. As you said before, Bettina. So I think it's just nice to just let them look. Let them a settle in since like
0: right now looking at you they look really quite natural. They can they definitely look like they've they definitely look like bing. Yeah. But they look natural like you yeah. just use a really good mascara
2: yeah and i and it, if you add some mascara or if you've had the lash tint then you look put together and i've found that you look more put together even without any makeup on you yeah you know, how, you know how you you put mascara on you just feel better yeah i so sort of got that effect.
1: why i'm so sad slash sick when i don't wear mascara and i'm like well thank you i'm fine i just have fair lashes <laughs> <laughs> my lashes have just disappeared today <laughs> yeah So, Sal, how often, because you obviously get this done quite regularly, Mm -hmm. how often would you recommend this is something that you get done? So, obviously, you could do it, like, for a special event, but if you wanted to be a lash lift gal,
2: how many appointments are you looking um, at per year? I think your results last a few weeks, like a good few weeks, like maybe up to a couple of months. So, you might probably only need to do it every eight weeks, maybe ten. You know, you could probably get away with every three months, I'd say. Yeah, I'd
0: say that they last about three months.
1: Yeah.
2: And how much are we uh, looking to pay for something like this? At Amy Jean, she actually calls it the Keratin Lash Elevate, including a tint, and that costs one hundred and thirty dollars. So it's not it's not too bad. It does last you a few months, and with a tint, obviously you're saving on mascara. Awesome, thanks, Al.
1: Well, guys, up no next, problems. I am going to be talking about adding sunscreen into your morning routine. We got a great question from one of our listeners and I'll, I'll read it for you guys. It says, any recommendations for the best way to include an SPF product into your skin routine? Primer, foundation, moisturiser? It's a, and good that's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question because there's so many products out there that um, have SPF in them. And I think that getting proper sun protection can be tricky, but it is so important. I mean, like, guys, how many times have we spoken about so the importance many. of sunscreen besides the fact that um, wearing proper sun protection can slow the rate of your skin aging. There's the big the big C, you know, mm-hmm. melanoma. We want to avoid that, so it's like a must do. You just it's have a to must do. It. It's a non negotiable. There are so many products out there that can give you proper protection without you feeling like you're wearing gluggy sunscreen. But anyway, I thought that was a good question because there are so many products these days marketed with SPF. So I called in skin scientist hannah english oh nice to help answer the question Mm -hmm. now she has an instagram account it's miss underscore hannah underscore e i'll put the link in the show notes and she is so passionate about sun protection and how to incorporate sunscreen into your routine so that you've got sufficient protection so i thought she was a good go-to to answer this question so her short answer is my advice would be to find a sunscreen that works for you as its own step in your skincare routine For example, she says she uses the Ultraviolet Supreme Screen, which is a moisturising sunscreen, and she finds that that way there's no need for a separate moisturiser and a sunscreen. And she said, for reference, her skin is normal to dry, Mm -hmm. but for other reference, I'm like combo oily and I use it and I have no issues with it. It's a good one. So it's not good already. I use it. without
0: a moisturiser? Correct. And Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah, so without a moisturiser. So we have quite different skin. Yeah. And I find that um, no issues. My makeup sits nicely all day. So why is she saying an extra step? And so she explains it this way. Because sunscreen that's moisturizing and moisturizer with sunscreen are two separate regulatory categories. Mm -hmm. You should want to make sure you're getting the best protection possible. And that means a dedicated sunscreen.
0: Good to know. Because there are a lot of moisturizers out there that contain an SPF. But we want a sunscreen that is a sunscreen, a moisturizing formula as well.
1: Yes. And so and I think the biggest thing about that is because you'd need to keep in mind the amount you'd need to apply to be properly protected. Mm. So, according to the TGA, which is like the regulatory body for, you know, sunscreen mm-hmm. protection, to be correctly protected by a product that's labeled with an SPF, you need 2 milligrams per centimeter squared for your face alone. So Hannah says that that translates to about a quarter to a half a teaspoon just for your face. If you add your neck and your ears into the mix, that's a full teaspoon. Mm. Wow, well, so, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite a lot. Mm. And so that's why when it comes to things like um, foundations with sunscreen... You have to. Take you, need it a lot of, yeah, yeah. you need a
2: lot of coverage to make and that work. And you have work. to put it all over your ears.
1: Yes. And so Hannah actually, um, she, she's done an experiment where she, she uses the It Cosmetics Illuminating CC Cream. Mm-hmm. And so she did an experiment to say, okay, so that's got SPF 50, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So she said, okay, well, let me see how much I usually use as a foundation and let me see what I would need to use for to, proper sun right. protection. She uses one pump. Mm. for to cover her full because it's very full coverage produce, that one very full coverage do you want to know she needed to cover her neck face and ears is one teaspoon do you know how many pumps that was 15 14 oh. <laughs> just call me a mathematician <laughs> correct. <laughs> sorry correct you trumped me there sal anyway sorry. can you imagine using 14 i pumps? honestly didn't read the sheet no you didn't read my notes can you imagine using 14 pumps of foundation? No. That, not only that. Especially the, that one. I mean, you'd, you wouldn't well, even find your face. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she said it didn't blend in. It no. did not blend in. And that's the thing is that you're not going to get a good makeup result if you're trying to get sunscreen protection from your foundation. Also, the It Cosmetics CC cream is like 60 bucks. If you're doing yeah. 14 pumps in one go... You'd be gone in about 10 Days. that's expensive it's not it's not worth it and if you apply the same logic to other products with sunscreen so moisturizers primers face mists yeah. i don't know whatever else has spf in it you're better off using your dedicated sunscreen and then following on with the rest of your face as you do so we if we were going to use a
2: moisturizer and then we wanted to use our sunscreen we'd use the sunscreen after the moisturizer right
1: correct right so really? well well, I mean, that's <laughs> what I do. This is a hotly debated topic of where a dedicated sunscreen fits into your sun, your routine because there's some dermatologists who say go on dry, go on dry skin, skin and, and there's some that go that it's at the end of your your skincare routine. Mm-hmm. But I would say generally your skincare routine needs to end before your makeup routine starts. Yes. So wherever you choose to put your sunscreen, make sure it's part of your skincare routine.
2: Especially if you're using a zinc like a physical blocker, you would definitely use that last. In terms of after your moisturizer before your makeup.
1: Yes, exactly, Sal. So. And now, talking about layering things like moisturizer and foundations, I asked Hannah, does it have a cumulative effect? If you have your moisturizer with SPF 15 and then use a primer with SPF 15 and then a foundation with SPF 15, mm, I've have often you, wondered that. Have you kind of like done a little SPF 45? No. Sorry to disappoint, Hannah has said new. If you layer, it doesn't accumulate. So you end up with protection from the highest SPF product that you have used. If they're all SPF 15, you now have SPF 15 on. And we all know that an SPF of at least 30 plus is recommended by the Cancer Council. So don't think that... That's interesting. I thought that I was piling it on.
0: I think a lot of people think that. Mm. I definitely
1: think a lot of people think that. That's why I asked a scientist.
0: Fantastic. That's great. That's good That's good advice.
1: Anyway, sunscreen is so important. I said to Hannah, what is your best tip for making sure people are applying it daily? She said, more is more. Find one you love and that works for you and you'll find no problem applying it. She recommended following the Instagram account, Call Time on Melanoma. They're a really good resource for sun safety. Um, and And they also recommend products all the time. And she said, if you search... The hashtags Today's SPF or Sunscreen Sunday, I'll put all of these in the show notes so you guys will know, on Instagram, you'll find lots of people's sunscreen reviews, including their skin type. So that will give you a great indication of ones that will work for you. Oh, great. Um, great tip. Yeah. So I'll put those hashtags and handles in the show notes. She also recommends some of her favorites are Ultraviolet, La Roche Posay, Feel Good Ink, Invisible Zinc and Mecca Cosmetics. Um, And guys, also, when it comes to sunscreen, just always read the label, follow the directions, apply 20 minutes before sun exposure, um, and sunscreen is only one part of it. So don't forget your hat, your shirt, your sunglasses, hide in the shade, reapply every couple of hours, especially if you're outdoors, if you're at the beach, if you're swimming, and just keep reapplying. Hi, I'm Lottie Tomlinson, and you're listening to Get Lippy.
0: just 20 years old, Lottie Tomlinson is a makeup artist, hairstylist, founder of a global self-tanning brand and a mega social media influencer. Lottie's Instagram following, which today is at 3.4 million, grew almost overnight when at 15 she joined her brother Louis Tomlinson on the One Direction World Tour, where she worked alongside Lou Teasdale as the boy's hairstylist. What a crazy time to be alive. Lottie has joined us today in the Get Lippy studio while visiting Sydney to talk all things tanning, touring with her brother, and what it's really like to be a social media star. Lottie Tomlinson, welcome to Get Lippy. Welcome. welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, flying all the way over here. So we're going to get straight to it. You've got a fantastic tanning brand, which is just launched over here called Tanologist. Mm-hmm. There are so many brands for tanning out there. And we want to know, why did you decide to start your own?
3: I think I've always been really into tanning from being really young. It was just the feeling I got when I had a tan. I couldn't believe I, how much more confident I felt, but I'd never been able to find one that worked for me. I have really sensitive skin, so it would break me out, go on my sheets. I was always getting told off, like getting it on the, the carpet. Is the worst <laughs> bit. Yeah. I was always just getting in trouble and it was too dark. I was getting told off at school. So I thought, why not create a range that kind of does everything that I can't find in other tans. So I decided to create it's like clean and clear, vegan, cruelty-free, doesn't clog your skin. So, yeah, that's where the inspiration came.
2: But Lottie, there are so many tanning formulations out there. Mm-hmm. You've obviously got a few different ones in your range as yeah. well. There's mousses, there's tanning drops, there's mousse water, um, yeah. waters, all sorts of different formulations. Mm-hmm. How do we know what is going to be the right formulation for us?
3: I think it just depends how confident you are with with tanning and I think someone who's not as confident could go for something like the drops because it's not doing something new. So you're only going to add it into your foundation and, and apply foundation, which you would already do.
2: How many drops would you put on for your face? So it's
3: two to 12, which wow. it's got, four, <laughs> a variation. It's got f- four shades within. So like two, oh, wow. two drops would be like a lighter shade and then 12 would be the darkest. And you just nice. literally mix it in yeah, your foundation. Yeah, I literally put a bit of foundation in the back of my hand, mix it in, apply as normal. And then once you take it off, you'll
2: be tanned. So by the end of the day, do you look more yeah,
3: tanned?
1: Yeah, it does develop.
2: That's actually
3: quite good. It's like tanning
2: inside the office.
1: No, I know. But also I think I was just thinking that's really <coughs> good for, because you know when you get to summer and you use your winter foundation and mm. you're like, oh, this is too yeah, light. It's too yeah,
3: light. it's good for that as well. I always use it on the plane as well because it's um, 30 mil, so you can take it in hand luggage. Look <laughs> you <could do> tanning <laughs> on a plane. No, so I'll take, it's like a long haul flight. I'll take my makeup off at the start, add a few drops in my moisturiser or serum, and then by the time you get off, You've got a tan. So you can That's basically so add it to anything. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Instead of coming out So you off don't plane, feel as like baby when you get add off. it to
2: any, any skincare.
0: Any liquid. Yeah. Oh right. God, instead of getting off a plane looking grey and dull, you're coming off yeah. looking like you've been on a holiday before <laughs> you <laughs> even got tanning drops in <laughs> there. Yeah. I love
1: that <laughs> tip. Who needs a sheet mask on a plane? i am going to fake tan on a plane. Now, we've spoken about tanning waters, right? And you've got some in your range, and they're quite new, like quite a new technology. And I think one of the scariest things for people is that a tanning water doesn't really have the guide color. Yeah. So what are your your tips for making sure that you get good, even coverage?
3: I think you'll be surprised when you use it, how easy it is. It's just, it's no different than how you would apply one with a base color. But if anything, you can just go over it once more, just to make sure it's blended. But you really don't need the base color. That's kind of not what tans you that's like a guide and mm. that's what's got all the nasty chemicals in it so i think also with the water it's good because you don't even need to rub it sometimes if you just oh. want to do oh. a spritz on your arms just let that settle and because it's got like a wide like
1: spray wow. yeah so you don't just, even need a mitt or no anything? not
3: really i would use a mitt with the mousse but with the water i'd literally just spritz just and spritz, spritz and, done. Done. Spritz and done. done oh my god that's so good Spritz and, and done. Clean in the morning. yeah and it doesn't go on your clothes so before a night out i'll literally just have a little top up go out and then as the night goes on I'm like oh like, I'm glowing okay.
0: <laughs> I love that I love you know, that too I get tan all over my clothes and I oh, I admitted okay. on the podcast the other week that I have been known to go out with really guide. go out with guide color out with the guide color on me. Yeah, I've done that before. I
3: mean, yeah, and then by it. the end of the night, it's you like get back
0: efficient. It's like run. Did you, yeah. <laughs> you get yeah, Someone spills a drink on you and you've got <laughs> like little thing in, in, yeah. in, in yeah. your arm. Yeah. yeah, in the crease of yeah. your arm. Yeah. oh Yeah, yeah. Well, gorgeous.
1: you will not get that with canologists. <laughs> <so>. No. <laughs> Full permission to go out with your guide color, Absolutely.
0: So a lot of your range allows for like a lot of customization mm-hmm. especially when it comes to tanning your face. So what are your tips for achieving a flawless face tan? So
3: with the face tan I will get like a big makeup brush, spray some of the water on it and then like buff it around like that. Oh. And then I'll do that before I go to sleep and then I'll wake up with a tan. That's
0: a great
3: tip. Yeah, it's a oh, good one. I like one. that. Just like a big, fluffy, like foundation Because, yeah, it does feel quite anything.
1: terrifying to, like, to yeah.
3: mist it straight yeah, onto exactly. your face. So that's like, a really I good mean, way to do I it. I love that. That's so just tip. a big powder brush? Yeah. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Literally buff it round around like, the neck tip. and then done. Wow. I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait I'm to get out of here. i to when I get out of here. I think we should take the rest of the day off and just tan. Just spray ourselves.
2: And a lot of you obviously have a massive following on Instagram. Can you maybe give us a little bit of insight as to to how it all started?
3: So when I was 15, I went on tour to assist Lou in trying to um, learn about makeup and the industry and stuff. And then with that, it just really happened really quick. And then it was like one million, two million. And then before you knew it, I had
0: like three million. That's so nuts. one day you just woke <laughs> up and you had a million followers. That's how it, looking back, that's how it feels. I and you're know. you're talking about the tour with One Direction yeah. and Lou Teasdale. Mm-hmm. So you literally went on that tour and woke up yeah, with a million followers. I went on
3: with however many, I can't even remember. And then I came off with like three million. Followers.
0: And did it feel like you were sort of on this big Journey? God, what, a, like, yeah, what you know, know, an adventure. Progression, yeah. Know.
2: Did it feel it was,
3: exciting? Or how did you feel? It did, but at the same time, it, Instagram wasn't a thing. So it was almost like we had all these followers, but it didn't really have any worth at that point. It was only when we started influencing that we realised, oh, we can actually use these followers to our advantage. I would literally look at my phone and have that many, but couldn't really put it to good use at mm-hmm. that point.
1: So it was only when we started... Like How influence has changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, now that you mention it, because you said, you know, you back then having all those followers, like what point? Yeah. But now there's, yeah. you've yeah. got a lot of influence. So Yeah. Three <clears throat> three million, Is am I correct? Followers? Uh, yeah, 3.4, I think. Yeah. That's amazing. So now, obviously, do you get nervous to post anything? Because I know like when I post something, I'm like, oh, I hope it gets the likes. Yeah. Do you feel
3: that? Yeah, I think I do. But I, f- I feel it more because now there's so much like there's a theme and, getting the perfect picture in the filter it's more I get nervous with it fit is that kind of like gonna fit in with the rest of my feed so it's more that that makes me nervous and I think as the years have gone on I'm definitely more like careful of what I post I would usually just put anything on and now like I make sure it fits so I've got like an app where I'll Oh. put it on first to test see how it looks with the oh, rest. That's where we're going wrong. Wow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so and then you're talking about like how it fits in with the rest yeah, of the grid. That's yeah. That's great. That's oh. what makes so it there's nervous. a lot of thought and work <laughs> oh God, behind so each much. picture.
3: So there's so many pictures that I haven't put on cuz it hasn't worked with the feed.
1: Are you just waiting for the the, the colors to coordinate yeah. and like that one's going up. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Lottie, you also mentioned so that you got your start doing hair and makeup on mm-hmm. a tour with Lou in One mm-hmm. Direction. We kind of want to go back and ask you, like, what was that experience like actually, you know, working? You were what, 15 years old mm-hmm. when you were on that tour. Yeah. That's so young. What was it like working on such a massive global tour that I guess none of you really expected to be so big when you first started?
3: Yeah. I think it was crazy because I was so young when I first went on. My mum actually forced me to go because I didn't get into sick form. And obviously I wanted to go, but I was so young and nervous. I was like, no, I like I don't want to do it and she was like you're going this is what you need so
2: smart when I, mother yeah smart <laughs> thank
3: god she did because I don't think i would be where I am now without it but I think I just grew up really quickly like I had to and I learned so many life skills like how to kind of speak to people I learned a lot about the industry so I've got a lot to thank from that tour
0: yeah yeah was it hard work
3: it was but obviously we had a lot of downtime I think the hardest part was being away from family and friends for that long. So we would go away in like four week kind of stints. So that was how long was part. the
2: tour all together?
3: So I did like a few weeks of one tour and then I did the whole two year world tour with them. We went wow. around the whole
1: world. Wow. And did you learn a lot in terms of the artistry of hair and makeup, like working with Lou and the rest of the team?
3: Yeah, I did. But it was more like kind of working in the industry and how like it all worked. I remember Lou tried to teach me how to cut hair and it was such <laughs> a nightmare. It's so much harder than so it looks. so much harder than it looks. And it, they, there was a band of musicians and every time they would come in for a haircut, she'd be like, right, Lottie's doing this. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I don't want to. But,
2: yeah. Well, on that note, you're obviously very good at your own makeup and skincare and looking after yourself. What are your must-have beauty products in your kit right now?
3: So my drops, my Talogist mm. drops, they're obviously a must-have just because you can mix them with absolutely anything. And if you can't be bothered to do a few, like a full mousse, I'll just mix it with my body lotion, just put it on and then get like a little colour from it.
2: How many drops would we put for the I would, body?
3: I would probably put about six, a little halfway. Okay, but I would use down. the dark, <laughs> so that would go dark enough. But if you use a medium, you could go a few more, or even the light, if you're more right. fair-skinned, you could use more.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, so to clarify for um, people listening, mm-hmm. the drops come in the three different yeah. shade variants. Light, medium, dark. And then with each of them, There's you can do two, two to 12, 12 drops. drops. And you'll get like four different Got drops. And that would be in I guess each like, yeah. think of, because, yeah, you know, so, sometimes you re-, re- Yeah, each one.
0: Each okay. one, right. Each,
1: Okay, right. noted, note Sal, did yeah. you write that yeah, down I'm first? writing that down. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> and what about in terms of, you know, like your, your yeah. go-to makeup product? Rest of your makeup
3: So kit. I love the NARS Foundation, the um, Radiant Longwear. Mm, That's like right. must have, cause I, a must-have because I struggle with a little bit of bad skin, so I love the coverage you get, but it's still quite light and it's kind of long-lasting, but you get a little bit of a glow from it. Also, I'm big on lip balm. I always need a lip balm everywhere I go. I like the Sol gener- de Janeiro one. Ah, yeah, oh, You love oh, nice. a great I love it. Like, it it's like it, coconut. It's like, yes, yes, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like kind of like cookies. I literally it's, just, it's, it like, mm. just like, It's like cookies? You no, know, it smells like yeah. biscuits and yeah. coconut. It's and
0: really it's nice. Actually, like, I find I often, like if I apply a balm in the morning, then I'm like constantly p- applying drag, mm. throughout the day. that one keeps day. going. That one just really lasts. lasts. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I love it.
3: Yeah, what else? I've been using soap in my brows. Like you know the soap like brow,
1: pe- yeah, yeah, but like, like actual soap, actual soap what?
3: that spikes them up better than anything
2: else. What,
0: what's your like go to bar soap? of
1: soap?
2: Any so- any soap? Any soap? Like hotel soap? Like any kind of soap? Any
0: bar of soap <laughs> that you can find will work. <laughs> She's like, it's just a bar of soap. Guys. Get the no name brand; it doesn't matter pears 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 soap, Pairs. Pairs soap. Pairs oh, soap. So that's yeah, the one we're using because right that's like a nice clear kind yeah. of yeah, bit yeah of a, a clear one's ah. more okay better. and do you use like a, you, a spoolie brush yeah just clean wet smell. it a little bit
3: get it a bit on with the spoolie or with the soap with the spoolie in the in the soap yeah right wet the, spoolie, in the, in the soap yeah, right. wet the a little okay. bit and this then, is great and I'm then just fill them in as normal and you get like a nice bushy brow well, I've wow. seen people doing the brow lamination. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's just landed in, in Australia. Yeah. I've seen a few people doing that, so I'd like Cause to Because that's kind of
1: that big bushy look. isn't yeah.
3: It? yeah, then I might be able to stitch a soap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I don't know. It's like so, so so pretty
1: cheap and easy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Get the pairs in. But please, yeah. if you get the brow lamination, report back. because yeah, I will. It. I, I'll I'll I don't know anyone who's had it yet, so I'd like to I'd like to hear your Now, Lottie, we're going to ask you the question we ask all of our guests. And it's what is the one thing that you get lippy about? What's your one beauty message you want all of our listeners to know?
3: I just think express yourself through beauty. That's something that I really live by. And I think it's a really special thing about makeup and hair and everything else is that you can become one different person. Like I feel a different person when I've not got any makeup on, no hair. I can feel quite like sluggish. And then if I get ready, put my glam on it literally transforms me. And I think that's really special. And then being able to express yourself through different looks. I think that's that's I really special. That. That's I love great. the power of makeup that. in yeah, here. It absolutely is. I think that's is. amazing how much confidence you can get from it. Mm.
0: Fantastic. Well, Lottie thank Tomlinson, so thank you so much thank for joining you for us me. on Gets. we loved Lottie. having you. Thank it's
1: you. So great. Well, guys, before we go today, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review us. Tell your friends, join our Facebook group. It's a Get Lippy podcast. Um, Tag us. Tag us on social media. I'm at Carly Elman. I'm at Sally Hunwick. And I'm at Bettina Tyrrell. And if you want to email us, you're more than welcome to. It's getlippy at beautycrew.com.au. Ask us any questions you like. We like questions. We love them. Sal loves a question. I love a question. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.